He kōnai i pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. This is Uru Pounamu, a talk series collaboration with RNZ National and Moana Radio in Tauranga. Join me, Justine Murray, Māori language kayako ngairo iruera and Moana Radio host, Tekeukehu Pātara, as we discuss, analyse and unpack kaupapa or issues affecting Māori in this forever changing modern world. Ete tī, ete tā, nau mai, tahuti mai ki tēnei whare o uru paunamu, he wahanga tēnei, hei whakawhiti-whiti kōrero, hei whakaputa atu i watātou nei whakaaro, e pāna ki te pātai o te wiki. There's a myriad of uh, whakaaro about this week's pātai. So the question is, is it still Māori art? If it isn't made by a Māori artist, of course we're going to extend on this whakaaro throughout but i mui tērā, i mui te, te kōrero e, e whaia kenei, we have two, we have two <laughs> esteemed manuhiri with us. We have, Check of up. course, Rio Hall. No mai, kia ora, kia ora hi. O tēnā koutou, o tērā tēnā tātou, o te moana o tauranga. Um, ko Rio Hall tēnei, mihi atu ana kia koutou, e whakarongo mai nā. Kia ora, tēnā koe Rio. And we have te kahu, Wollaston Aroha Mai, we're going to have to share him. Yep, kia ora, kia ora te kahu. Uh, muri ora kia tātou, uh, muri ora kia tātou katoa ngā uri o tauranga mō ne papaki kau ana ki te maunga o maua. Kia ora, tēnā kora nō reira, tēnā tātou uh, katoa. So our question, is it still Māori art if it isn't made by Māori artists? So part of the kupu that I can think of, of course, is uh, misappropriation. Uh, koe ra tētahi o ngā kupu, kai te whakaaro hia e au. Ngairo, what's your whakaaro about this week's pātai? Just to jump in there. Kia ora tātou, uh, kia ora tātou. Kotoura e whakarongo pikari mai nā. Kēnei pahu pahu aku, hoiano. Where can I start? Māori art, is it still Māori art if Māori aren't, aren't creating the art? In short, no. Next. Kia ora. Shit from the hip, from the hip. Okay, well let's just... From the lip. <laughs> let's hand it to our, uh, to our manuhiri, Ria. What's your what's your um, whakaro around this partai? Well, of course, I'm in, I'm going to agree with Nairo in terms of is it Maori in its authentic, truest mm. self in its truest form. Well, it can't be Maori art in its truest form if it if it is not created by Maori. But there are also, um, you know, I, I also argue against that as well because I think of people like Papa Richard Nuns. Mm. Um, I, I know exemplars in in Te Ahaka like Maoritz, um no te ropu manutaki um, guided under Papa Peter. So I, I suppose it, it's it's a kaupapa that we have to put in context and discuss the context because, yeah, what do you reckon to go? <laughs> i got similar whakaaro to the sister. For me, it's something I think about a lot in the mahi that I do and um, for me there's like an invisible line, eh? And on one side there's collaboration where cultures are able to collaborate and create something, but on the other side is what you talked about and is appropriation and... Um, yeah, I like I like to think of it like that. There's a side 
where you can do it well, where there can be a meaningful collaboration between cultures, mm. but then there's another side when it's appropriation and hemia taha and noho. You yeah. just take things yeah, from a culture for your own gain or for the gain of what you're doing. So then do you, as artists, do you, do you have non-Māori mates, colleagues, friends who are passionate about Māori kaupapa and who are doing some awesome stuff? So that can exist in this space, near. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it can coexist, but it's something that's been that, that has had to be um, discussed, disseminated, mm. established for an, an extended period of time. So it's an ongoing conversation. Yes, and um, like I'm thinking of people like Patty Free, Alistair Fraser, um, Papa Richard. I mean, th- those conversations have been ongoing for years and years and years. And I mean, uh, when you look at the case of Papa Richard Nuns, mm. uh, alongside you know. Uh, Papa Hirini, um, we, we wouldn't have the revitalisation of Taonga Pūro if it wasn't for both of them working collaboratively together. Yeah. And in and actual fact, Tūhoi uh, look at Papa Richard as Tūhoi because of mm. Papa Hirini. So, yeah, it's those kinds of connections, those collaborations. those But they, they have to, again, they have to be authentic. Yeah. They have to be authentic collaborations. It can't be just mote kore noa. Ka pai. Kia ora, nai roo, Authenticity. Is it Māori informed? Are Māori part of the collaborative process, as mentioned yeah. before? Um, do Māori feature within that knowledge body? Um, these are these are questions that you have to ask if you're going to go into this sort of discussion. If we want to have uh, meaningful relationships with our treaty partner, uh, you know, moving forward, if we want to create understanding, if we want to build bridges, then we want to bring them into our world so that they can understand us better. But yeah, we, where, do, where do we draw the line in terms of? Um, well, the misappropriation of our of our culture. Like when I think about that Fakaro, like and are we being too precious with it? I do on one side I do think like we are real precious about it, but on the other side of my Fakaro I think we're precious about it for a reason. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. and so we are protective about those things. And if you if you're coming at it from a culture that isn't somebody who's lived that worldview where those things are sacred or special or have restrictions yeah. on them then you're not going to treat it the same or with as much mana as as we would treat it with. Mm. So I think about mm. when I was younger, the $2 shop had these placemats and they had atua Māori on them and it was tāne mahuta and tāwhiri mātua and tū matauinga and all that sort of stuff and it was different. And, and on one hand, like, yeah, this says on the back, clear as day, made in China. On the on the other hand, they're atua and like, wow, I'm eating my food off the top of this atua's face. And then yeah. there was all those sort of things. And I think those sort of precautions would have been taken more seriously if it was a Māori that was the driving force behind those things. And so that's when I think we do get precious and sometimes it's too precious, but I also believe there's a reason for that. Kia ora, tēnā koe te That's a good point because you've just got to walk into kind of any $2 shop to see, I mean, the... Cups with on them, cups, cups place mats, ketes made out of plastic. Similar, yeah, similar sort of scenario. I mean, I'm a... A um, career kayako. I teach Te Reo Māori as um, part of their career, and so uh, yeah, I get I've uh, had non Māori students over the years. Quite fortunate, I guess, at the level that I teach that um, that these non Māori come in already sort of indigenised, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, with some sort of background in how Māori view things, mm-hmm. um, how we value certain yeah. things like Te Reo. Um, but, uh, but you know, straight up, I, yeah, I'm precious about teaching te reo. I'm very particular about who I teach. Um, I'm particular about uh, how much I give them. And I'm very particular about how they treat what I give them. Um, yeah, mm. Back to that same corridor, he tapu te wānanga, he ke mai te rangi. 
So if you're teaching from that um, sort of focus or perspective, um, then you will deliver and ensure you know appropriate care is, is taken uh, when you disseminate this sort of stuff, like Mata Ranga Māori. Ria, you, I mean, you've, in terms of your, your art and your performance art, you know, you've toured around well, overseas and New Zealand with your music. Have you come across any obstacles where you think, well, you know, that's not really tika or puno according to how I practice as an artist? And how have you overcome that? It's funny because overseas our art form is, is, is I don't want to say taken more seriously, but there's an there's a innate respect that mm. comes from travelling overseas. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll always travel with a cohort. So I'm all, I'm I'm never on you know I'm never on my own I'm always travelling with a group or with a, a large group or a duo, so and, and for the most part I'm travelling with kaiwaiata Māori or um, a kabaka, um, or or a group that's presenting Māori work. Everything is explained to our hosts overseas and they take it very seriously. They want to understand how to respect and how to engage with our culture um, in in a respectful manner and in a tika fashion so I you know it's it's different overseas and then you know coming back to our our own kind you know being here at home it's um yeah I mean it's a long game isn't it tēnā koe, tēnā koe, <laughs> um, when is Māori art not or is it Māori art if it's not practiced by a Māori artist mm. Oh, Lacey Bartlett says, any art done by a Māori is Māori art any art done by a non-Māori is Māori inspired art yeah, um, I mean, as we're not not new to these situations where we see um, non-Māori artists, um, practitioners um, borrowing from our culture. And, and you know, sometimes we are a little precious because um, I'm also of the mind that, like being a, a Māori, a kaiako reo Māori, um, that in order for our language to live, we must feed the language to non-Māori as well. Mm. We need them on board. We need mm. them to paddle the waka, as well as Māori. Preferably Māori, but we need non-Māori. Yeah, it's, it's right in that fine line between you know, having them on board, giving them enough to be inspired to stay on board. Mm. Um, but, you know, if you see something random, like the, um, the placemats with the, with the Māori motifs or the, you know, the mātauranga Māori captured in their invisible form, um, straight away the, the question that pops up in my mind, okay, who did this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you did it. Okay, who? where did you get this from? Yes. Me, to me, to me, to yes. me. Just to make sure that it's properly, representat- properly represented because, yes. you know, at times it's a mishmash of different tribal motifs mm. all slapped into one and passed off as Māori. Tēnā koe ngairo. Te kahu, any whakaro about that? Oh, just, um, I'm from a different different mm. perspective. Mm. Eh? I'm, I don't believe Every piece of art made by Māori is Māori art. And the same goes for the other side. I don't believe, like if, he Māori te tangata, yep. Mm. But if they paint a church on a canvas, none of those things, none of them, iahu mai te Māori, eh? The paint didn't, the canvas that they used didn't, the church didn't. Mm. So, so yeah, he Māori te tangata, nana tērā mea i peita, but e hara tērā i te mea Māori. That's, that's my perspective. So then if they painted on... Not even if they painted. Mehe mea he whakairo te mahi, mehe mea he uhi tapahi, te tāmoko te mahi, mehe mea he rāranga te mahi, e rā momo mea, he mahi toi Māori e rā. And I've, I come at it from that perspective because I do a lot of hip-hop and rap and stuff. And, yeah, I understand that hip-hop is a culture. And, yes. rap, and rap is the oral tradition that exists within that culture. Yes. And lots of Māori people use that oral tradition. We aren't from that culture. 
but we use it and the beautiful collaboration happens is when you're able to take that take that beautiful thing and put in aspects of your culture and you have to understand that doesn't mean that we own rap it means that there's a collaboration that's occurred where my world and that world mm. have come together to create this beautiful thing but rap still belongs to hip hop rap still belongs to nga tangata africa america ki tera finua Actually, Tikahu makes an interesting point. When Māori seek out other cultures and implement them into our own lives and practice them, then who are we to, you know, look at, question, question it? <laughs> Rhea, do you have any of those experiences where you've had to kind of double take in terms of your work as a singer mm. um, and thinking, I suppose it's how you treat it, hey, your, your intentions with that? Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about intentionality, eh? Yeah. When I so when I'm creating or collaborating, I, I, I'm intentional about what I do, and I'm intentional about who I choose to collaborate with, um, because like Nigel was talking talking about before, I'll only give certain things um, because I am precious about not giving away too much. Um, so it's about meeting at a point, at converging at a point um, with our collaborative partners, um, whether that they be from Ahureakea to or, or, or what have you. That is that is an agreeable point, and that we can comfortably coexist there together um, to to forge and create a work. Um, so I, I suppose I'm always going in there into my mahi with that with that fakaro. So I, I suppose that's that's me keeping my myself safe. Kapai kia ora tina. In our coat, though, right, Fano? Yes, lots and lots of stuff to talk about in this week's part time of the wiki. <laughs> so thankful for our Manuhiri, of course, the Kahu Rollis and Rio Hall, Iroto Te Fare. Hekai Motehiri Kapo, Hekare Aroto, Heurupaunamu. No mai haramai te fa no hooky hooky mai kite ne wahanga o rupono mu myself Justin Murray Nairo Eduera Rio Hall and te kahu Rolleston kairote te fare paho o te tirairaka. Now, a question that we are talking about this week is when is Māori art not Māori art, or is it Māori art if it's done by a non-Māori artist? Uh, Mati Samuels adds a bit of a bit of a spin on this partai. <laughs> So if our reo is spoken by non-Māori, is it still real Māori? Ngairo, your whakaro? Gee, he had to ask it, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Love the kazi. Good question. Yes, it's still real Māori. Yes. It's still Māori language. Of course, you can have differing opinions on how Māori it is, but, mm. you know, essentially mm. I think it's still te reo Māori. Tēnā koe ngairo, Ria? Any whakaro? Jean Yoon. Jean Yoon says Pākehā creating traditional Māori art is called Māori inspired art. We've, we've heard that term. Okay. Tamoi Nata says this is part of the reason why I published my book Mo While Caught by the Dawn because, in a way, I wanted Tangata Whenua to take ownership of our own corridor. I also do get precious about it, people people calling that particular corridor of ours a legend, mm. especially non-Māori, because that's whakapapa to me and it's not a fable or fiction. Of course, there is enough room in the world for all of the other versions or that corridor narrative. You can't stop that happening. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. This is from Pete Smith on Ooh. traditional Māori Ooh. art is Matua. formed <laughs> and based off tikanga and whakapapa, e.g. taiaha, whare tūpuna, taonga puro. Yep. Māori artists given to any person with Māori blood practising in any medium of art. However, if the artist is going to use Māori art motifs, koru, ko whaiwhai, puhoro, they should be aware of what it is used for and... 
that that is part of the corridor. Yeah. What do you reckon, Tikahu? Oh, I agree. Um, we all know he mātanga tērā ki ene momomahi, um, tērā tangata. And mm. as well as that, I do believe, like, like you said, it can be done in a respectful way mm. as long as those motifs are respected and done with the knowledge and understanding that they hold. So, yeah, whakai katoa i ki tēma. Yeah, explaining and knowing the whakapapa behind what they're doing, I think it's a... Well, it's, it's it's essential if you want to call it well if you want to be a part of that space. Yep. I immediately think of the um the tamoko and kirituhi debate. Yes. Like when I think of those things, so that's yes. that's where my fakaro went straight away when it Because we're talking about art and art forms in Māori art today, I, I guess one thing that sticks in my mind is that um, our art forms are ever evolving. Similar to what's been said, it's it's important that. Regardless of the um, you know the whakapapa or the background of the artist, if they can understand essentially where that art form was derived from, and if they choose to evolve that form, um, as long as, in my mind, if I was asking them, uh, it would represent authenticity if they were fully aware that and could explain to me the variation in terms of that evolution and, and the use of that um, that form. So, I, I can only draw a koru in the same dimension. Two, three times before I get hoha with it, so I start, have to start playing with it. Similar with, with art form, our art form evolves um, because you want to see um, where it goes. But if if we're lodged in, um, you know, fay or or even you know expert knowledge around the derivatives of that form, and it can explain the variance in the evolution, um, I think that's a huge step forward if we can empower our non-Maori artists to approach it that way. Mm. Um, they bring authentic- authenticity to their mm. practice. Um, they value the knowledge body that, it, um, that it's derived from. And I think moving forward, there's probably better chance that they'll collaborate anyway in their practice. Do you think our culture is romanticised, exoticised? And how do we get away from those images of, of Māori? I think just refuse to accept it on some level. Sooner or later, you have to ask the, the questions if, you know, if uh, representations are being made of yourself or mm. what you represent or what you know and um, those representations aren't accurate, mm. even though you're trying to evolve an art form, you've got to ask the hard questions. Okay, I see what you're trying to say here. You do realise that this, um, that we're, you know, we are multidimensional people. We don't mm. just exist in, in you know, whatever portrayal you want to put out there and, and continually hammer the, the stereotypes. Ria, what do you think about this? Oh, I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking about. It. I'm still marinating on it. Like, but um, it's a, you know, this there is a debate out there that exists about the representation yeah. of Moana the movie. But I mean, you know, I, I love the movie myself. So I suppose in those sort of spaces that we we that can be seen perhaps as a the commercial side of this beast. Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, we we know better. Uh, us people sitting in the room, plenty of Maori around the country know better, and so we take those things with a pinch of salt. Um, because we know that we don't mm. just exist in that space. Ex- you know, I love the movie. I, th- I thought it was a huge step forward in some respects um, and a huge mm. step sideways and backwards in mm. others. But, um, but you know, you just watch it for what it is. It's a Disney representation. Um, who was behind it? Who created it? Okay, they're, they're always going to build it this way. Um, so if you realise that, um, it's, not, mm. it's not so in your face when you, when you see something you don't like. But... You know, you still got to ask the questions. Okay, where to from here? That's because right. we're more than just that. Kia ora, tēnā, tēnā, uh, tēnā koutou mō e rāunga whakautu. He kai mō te hirikapo, he kare āroto, he urupaunamu. 
having a lot of fun here on the show oh, with their whanau. <laughs> Justine Murray, Ngairo Eruera. Of course, we've got Ria Hall in the whare and Tikahu Rolleston. Uh, Tikahu Rolleston, spoken word artist. Is that a good good description for you? How would you describe your mahi? Spoken word. Orator Supreme. I, I just like to talk smack. Uh, he likes to talk a bit of smack. And, of course, musician, performer, Ria, who's been doing it. Gee, how long have you been singing for oh, now, Ria? I reckon, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's been doing it for, for ages Why? anyway. Since the for days. 400 <laughs> generations. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we are, our question looks at, is it Māori art if it's not by a Māori artist? So we've explored this by using, um, you know, our own stories, our own whakaaro around misappropriation of Māori um, art. Uh, we, I'm not too sure if we talked on the, if we touched on the kiritohi in Tāmoko Thing yet, te kahu. No, we haven't. Go no, we haven't. Yes. Let's lead no, off with that. I had my yarn on that before. <laughs> 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 when is Tamoko not Tamoko? That's probably the question. Eh? Oh. When is Tamoko not Tamoko? When is Kiri to him? When is Kiri to him? Tamoko. Um, from what I understand, just chuck me in. I like to swim in the deep. Um, um, when I think of Tamoko and I think of the, um, the designs and patterns, he era mea ki to Māori. So those patterns and those designs have derived from our traditional art forms over time. And um, a simple way, like a lot of the time when you see it, is lots of tamoko are done by filling in the blank space instead of the outline. And then that's a big difference that I see often with kirituhi. They do the outline instead of filling in the unahi and stuff and letting the shape create itself. And you can see there's a different process and... Because there's a different process, there's a different outcome. So the kōru looks different because the kōru's been done as an outline of a kōru instead of filling in the space inside to leave the outside. And as well as that, I just think um, mehe mehe he Māori te kaitā and he tāmoko tāna, e whakapai ana, then he tāmoko tērā. Tēnā koe te kahu. So then can a non-Māori artist give, give tāmoko? Ria, what do you reckon? <laughs> Deep breath, Rhea. I'm, well, I'm trying to think of anyone that I know that has received mm. that has received the gifts of of being able to 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 do that mahi through the right channels mm. with the right um, kōrero, um over a period of time. Um, have they established the right connections, the right relationships? Off the top of my head, I can't think of Neither. anyone. I mean, I don't have any. I don't have any more myself, so I don't. You know, yeah. I don't know that world. Same. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, yeah. While we were, while we were talking about uh, the space for non-Māori within Te Ao Māori and um, facilit- facilitating mātauranga Māori, um, i.e. the art for various art forms, so uh, one thing I always always go back to is that one of my, um, my kaiako real Māori was actually Parker, John Moorfield, uh, and he, he was kaiako to hundreds of people, hundreds of Māori-speaking, currently Māori-speaking people. So I, um, I I really enjoyed this debate in terms of of the position it put me in. So, uh, and then over time I've, I've I've evolved the thought of of what some of the thoughts I've shared today. But around um, actual survival of the language, we do need non Māori on board, and and we need uh, I think just to further that um, that opinion, we need Māori on non Māori on board to um, ensure the correct practice, the correct um, embedding of authenticity within our Māori art forms. Uh, moving forward, as long as Māori are in charge of the charge, uh, of the drive forward, uh, yeah, I'm happy with that. Ora, tēnā koe. 
Maria, have yeah, have you had any yeah stories or that are inspirational non Māori people that have really influenced your life? You talked about Paddy Free, obviously, and Richard Nunns. Or just from the music space, yeah, yeah a lot, a lot of you know the, that echelon of of musician mm. who um, who come with um, you know with their own pukinga from their own mm. aisle, but they have an innate uh, intrinsic respect for for who we are as as Maori Maori mm. artists and Maori musician and the whakapapa that that brings. So I'm really um, enamoured by people like that mm. who have opened up their hearts. Yep. Um, in a respectful manner, and I think Nigel kind of touched on it before in terms of John Moorfield, mm. but um, it's uh, and John Moorfield and and um, I think it's about being aware as well about when when you can, yep. how far you can go. Mm. Um, I think it's 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 a problem when people aren't aware of that, and then they cross the line anyway without um, having the respect and the understanding mm. that's required to progress forward with a with Maori art or Maori you know with te reo Maori yeah there there are absolutely non Maori people that I respect like like Papa Richard yeah he's mm. up there for me it sort of makes me think of when the kōrero we know about Matahorei and understanding that it was an ours in the start iruku iruku te tangata ra ki raro wenga and got it from there mm. and brought it back so while he was there, he had to convince them that he was worthy or he was the sort of person who could wear it and mm. uphold its mana, eh? just like we expect people today, like mm. we expect them to be able to uphold the mana and wear it for what it's meant for. Aye, aye. And, uh, you know, we mentioned earlier about um, some of the comments from Tamoy uh, um, and her feelings around um, perspectives on our histories um, and where, they, where they're coined as myths and legends. Mm. Um, understand uh, right where she's coming from. I mean, oh. the story about um, Te Ahunga Mai o Te Mataora, the, um, the, res- the reception, uh, receiving uh, the gift in the Matauranga around Tamoko and Mataora. Um, you know, there's deeper stories within mm. it around the um, treatment of uh, men to women, women oh. to men, oh. domestic violence. And yeah. If you have wānangad and gone to the depths of the story, then obviously it will change your perspective on how you um, give or, or how you share and disseminate this um, taonga. Tēnā koe, tēnā koe ngairo. Uh, te kahu and Ria, uh, every round about this time we have what we call, what we call... Final whakaar. <laughs> I just can't do it, eh? Yes. Kehu, we need yes. you back here. Yes. We're going to ring you in. Matua te kehu on his retreat, so he usually does a little sound effect. Every time he does it, oh, tu ana te hi, na wana wana. <laughs> so, so final fakaro is just a few words, just capsulated in some final fakaro. So we'll start with you, Tikahu, about this kaupapa. What's your final fakaro? I think um, I stick by the fakaro that I shared today, but I also hold the belief that there's always going to be different perspectives on this thing, and there's never going to be a point where everyone agrees just because we all have different views on it, and our involvement in those particular art fields are different. Eh? Someone who's a who's a tohunga ki te whakairo, might have a different person who's someone who's well adept in te ao Māori but not so much in whakairo. And so there's always going to be different whakairo and I'm all right with agreeing to disagree with people. You can have yours and I'll have mine. Tēnā <laughs> tēnā koe, te kahu, Ria. Yeah, nā tautoko, um, agreeing to disagree. I, I think it's an, a really important part of being open, um, open to receiving. Um, we're not always going to be on the same page but I think as long as we're open, um, our hearts are open, Tēnā koe, Ria. 
Yeah, kapai. I mean, I, I start off our segment today sort of entrenched in the corner <laughs> and being a little hard-edged and, uh, and especially appreciate our guests just, um, yes. you know, uh, getting my, my thoughts shifting as well. And I, I do agree in the end. <laughs> um, around, you know, there are different contexts, there are different dimensions to the quarter or to the conversation. So, yeah, remain open um, within the discussion. Kia ora kōrua. Kia ora tata.